We're going to talk about being thankful. You know, I feel like I'm talking to the choir because you are. But you know, I like to be reminded. You know, the same way that this is, we need to be reminded to be thankful. And you know, Psalms 100, Father, we thank you for your word. And Lord, we just ask you to just continue to open our eyes to see your goodness and your glory. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with sadness. Oh, that's gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God, and that he hath made us, uh-oh, and not we ourselves. Why not you camp there a little bit? We tried for a long time to make ourselves, but it didn't work, did it? Still doesn't. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to what? All generations. And I want to read Psalms 34 just a little bit there. Psalms 34. I will bless the Lord, what? At all times, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. How many of your fears? Oh, they looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. And the angel of the Lord encamped round about them that fear him and delivered them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Oh, fear ye the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. Amen. Next verse is good, too. Where do you stop? The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want for any good thing. Is that good? Whoa, that's good stuff. You know, as we come to this time, we know there's a lot of things going on in the world. It says evil men and seducers would be waxed worse and worse, deceiving them, being deceived. But you know what the Lord was showing me? The highest form of unthankfulness and ingratitude is trying to repay God for what he's freely given to us. Let me say that again. The highest form of unthankfulness or ingratitude is trying to repay God for what he's freely given us in Christ. You know, some of the hardest things for us to learn is to learn to receive. I know it was a struggle for me, still a struggle for me. But, you know, I was thinking about it. You know, say I wanted to, to give Alan a brand-new car, and I buy a brand-new Mercedes, and I pull it up here in the front, and I hand Alan the keys to that Mercedes, and Alan reached in his billfold and said, let me give you $100 to, so I can kind of feel like I've done something. How would you think I'd feel? Just pay for the whole thing, Alan. You want to pay some? Pay for the whole thing. If not, receive it. See, that's the attitude we have sometimes. Not sometimes, a lot of times. God paid all this price, and we say, well, you know, I know you did that, but let me help a little bit. See, that's where religion is. That's where legalism is. That's the law. And, and see, that's so far from what he's done. We need to freely receive, freely receive and freely give. And that's the whole form of being thankful. But when we feel like we've got to help him out a little bit, 
Not only does this rob us of the blessing he wants to give us, but it opens the door for that curse of Galatians. Having begun in the spirit, are you now made perfect in the flesh? We start mixing law and grace when we go back trying to help God out and and pay him back for what he's done for us. See, there is a way that seems right. There's nothing wrong with the way that seems, but it's far from what he paid for. And it shows that we're not appreciative of what he, what we're saying is what Jesus has done is not enough. We've got to add something to it. But I want to tell you, what he did was plenty enough. And so that opens the door for that curse of the flesh that comes in. So being thankful, guarding your heart to be thankful for everything he's given us. And, you know, one of the things that, that I've seen says, As new creatures in Christ, the worst form of unbelief and ingratitude for all we have in him, he says, that first response, our first response to what he's done for us in the gospel of grace is to be a thankful worshiper. That's our response of, of the new uh, exchange life is being thankful. You know what Jesus say? Those that are forgiven the most loves the most. And you know what religion does? You know, I, as I was thinking about this so much, you know, so much is geared around, well done, thou good and faithful servant. See, when you're under legalism of the law and you're trying to work for God, you're not being thankful for him, to him. You want him to thank you for what you've done. I'm going to say it again. You feel obligated to have to work and do things, and you do all this stuff, and you're expecting him because you're working for his approval. And for him to say thank you instead of you thanking him for what he's done for you. What's wrong with that picture? See, that's the difference between religion and the new life exchange, being thankful for all he's given to us freely in Christ. And you know what? We're just beginning to see the fullness of what we have in him. For in Christ dwells all the fullness of the Godhead, and we are complete in him. That's a staggering like your son said, how can that God come live in us? How can that be? He's too big for that. How can this be? Amen? Gratitude, the state of being grateful or thankful. Free gratis. What is that? That means gratis, grateful. That's where that word comes from. It's free. And it comes from grace. What does the word grace mean? Charis. It means what? Gifts. What is a gift? What here at Christmas and everybody's giving each other gifts and every time somebody gives you a gift, you reach in your pocket and you give them $5 bill. say, well, I appreciate it, but let me help a little on that. Yeah. But see, this is, this is the key. I think it keeps us from enjoying what we have because we, we're trying to help God out by, you know. And what's the root of that? Rejection, fear of rejection. Looking for his approval, trying to earn his approval. I, I remember 1975, the, the one thing he said when he restored all that stuff in my life. He said, I have made you accepted. And if you are accepted, who can reject you? That's powerful. So you can't even reject yourself. Because you're a new creature in Christ Jesus. You know, that we, we, he said, pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If you knew the will of God, would you do it? Most people say, well, yeah, I would. You know, 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. What's God's will? 
Give thanks in everything. He didn't say for everything, did he, Alan? There's a lot of things you go through that's not much you want to be thankful for, but in it, you give thanks to him. Because he's the one that gets you out of that. He's your redemption. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ concerning you. Then it goes on, quench not the spirit, despise not prophesying. But then it goes on to end with the very God of peace, sanctify you holy. And I pray your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he who's called you, who has also done it. In spite of what's going on, be thankful. You know, Luke chapter 17. I like this. I'm going to go a little deeper next week. When I started on Luke 17, I really got sidetracked. and I'm not going to do it today. I'm going to try to stay focused. Say, Lord, help him stay focused. Luke 17, verse 11. It came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy upon us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass, as as they went, they were cleansed. When? As they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him what? Thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus said, Were there not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? There's not found to return to give glory to God, save this stranger. See, the rest of them were what? Jews? It was their right. Why would they be thankful for what's, what's their right? But the Samaritan, they called him dogs. All of them called him dogs. He knew he didn't deserve it. So he come back to give thanks. Do you see the difference between religion? Religion thinks God owes you something. 10%. You know, I've found in my ministry, about one out of every 10 is really thankful. We've been raised in an environment that thinks everybody owes us something. And it's not getting better. See, I'm glad we don't get what we deserve. Aren't you? And Jesus said to him, Arise and go your way. Thy faith has made you whole. And boy, that holds his hozo. He didn't just get a new body. He got the whole enchilada on credit for what he was going to do. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. You know, one of the things in, in Romans chapter 1, it says, although they knew God, that's in the key word there. Although they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful. Neither were what? But become vain in their imaginations. And their foolish hearts was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became a fool. And worshipped and served the creature more than the creator. And exchanged the glory of God. Exchanged the glory for the corruptibleness of man. Well, God gave them up to that vile affection. But see, they knew God. But what was the downset? Unthankful. See, that's one of the things you've got to guard your heart because the old heart is not thankful about anything, never will be. 
But thank God we have a new heart. And it's a heart of love and it's a heart of appreciation. It's a heart of thankfulness. And I appreciate what you said a while ago because it's a perfect picture of the old religious one and the one that that's, knows that, you know, sitting at his feet is what we got to do. That's all he's, one thing. It's not complicated. One thing. You know, in Second Timothy, I want to show you something. We're living in, the, how many of you think we're living in the last days? Amen. amen. Give me an amen. amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. Verse 1, know this, that also in the last days perilous times shall come. You think they're here? For men shall be lovers of themselves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful. Catch it. That's why we're looking at thankfulness. Unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Now, a lot of times we kind of stop there because this is a bad group. But look at the next verse. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Look at the contents where that verse is at. It's included with all the above things. To have a form of godliness, but denying the power of the Holy Spirit thereof, from such turn away. See what that's rooted in? That old ungrateful man. That's religion. Having a form, but denying the power that goes with. And it, and it left us pretty stout from such turn away. And we won't read all the rest of that good stuff. But you remember when he said in Deuteronomy, said, when you've, let me go to, I want to go to chapter 6. Something there I wanted to look at. Deuteronomy chapter 6, yeah. You know, isn't it amazing once you see exchange and you see grace? The Old Testament's full of grace. Moses found what in the wilderness? I mean, uh, Noah found what? He found grace in the wilderness. Noah did. Come to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help. In time of need. In Deuteronomy chapter 6. And he says. I want to start in uh, verse 10. He says. It shall be when the Lord God shall have brought you into the land. Which he swear unto your father Abraham. Who is our father? Abraham. We're children of Abraham. Is that what it says in Galatians? By promise. We are because of faith and promise. To Isaac and Jacob. To give the great and goodly cities. Which you didn't build. Houses full of good things. Which you didn't fill. Wells you didn't dig. Vineyards you didn't plant, and olive trees that you didn't plant. When you have eaten and are full, beware lest you forget the Lord. That you what? Forget the Lord which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Don't forget. And what is that? That's grace. A land is not like the land I brought you out of, which you had to water it with your foot. That's works. That's legalism. But it's a land flowing with water and, and the eyes of the Lord upon it continually over the year to give you the former and the latter rain. See, that's his grace that he wants us to have. But what he's saying, remember all the ways the Lord led you in the wilderness to humble you, to prove you to know what was in your heart. It doesn't take much to see what's in our heart, does it? Depends on what heart you're in. And, and he says, when you have eaten and are full, you will bless the Lord for the good land which he gives you. 
Beware, don't forget. And you forget the Lord. You know, there's a psalm that says, the wicked shall be turned into hell in all nations that forget God. What's happening to our nation now? We're on a pretty slippery path, aren't we? All nations that forget God. Don't forget God. You know, I'm telling you, like Marion told me, he said, you know, we ought to, be thankful all the time. We ought to have mes- hear messages on thankfulness all the time. You know why? Because we have a tendency to forget. To forget what he's done for us. Oh, thank you, Lord. Luke, you know there's, I wrote this down in, in chapter, Luke chapter 6. You know, the, the Sermon on the Mount's staggering when you look at it. And uh, one of the things that that Jesus said, he, he pointed out so much the time the difference between the, the old and the new. In Luke six thirty five, well, let me, let's go to 27. But I say unto you which hear, love your enemies, do good to them that hate you. Bless them that curse you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. And unto him that smites you on the cheek, offer the other. And to him that takes away your coat, forbid him to take your coat also. Give to every man that asks thee, and, he, and him that take away your goods, ask them not again. And as you would that men should do to you, do you also them likewise. For if you love them that love you, what thanks have you for sinners of those that love them? And if you do good to them which do good to you, what thanks have you? Now catching the thanks here. Sinners do also the same. And if you lend to them whom you hope to receive, what thank have you? Sinners do that. To receive much again. But love your enemies and do good. Lend hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great. And ye shall be children of the highest, for he is kind unto the thankful and the evil. See, God's even kind to the unthankful and the evil. That's who we are. That's our Father. Whether you're thankful or not, He's still kind. To you. But isn't it better to be thankful? Because his heart. Now what does it say? Be ye merciful as your father is merciful. James says be ye merciful. James says he will have judgment without mercy upon him that showed no mercy. But mercy rejoices against judgment. You know why mercy rejoices? If you don't show in mercy, you're not getting no mercy. Amen. So be merciful as your fathers. And how do you do that? It's not something you have to work at. Like John said, when you make the exchange life, it's so natural. You're just bearing forth fruit of, of what that new life creates in you. You just enjoy it. But you know, in Isaiah 43, he says, Remember you not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I do a new thing. And that foot reference is 2 Corinthians 5.17. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away, and all things have become new. He says, when he says, remember you not, he's talking about not remembering the things of yourself. But there is things we do need to remember. Remember the Lord. Remember Nehemiah? When they was trying to get him off the wall, he said, and they were being discouraged, he said what? Remember the Lord. Remember the Lord. So much of the time, we need to remember And what did he say? Remember all the ways the Lord led you in the wilderness. Remember that. Then what did he do? Suffered you to hunger, but he didn't leave you hungry, did he? He fed you. 
So what? That you might know that man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Psalm 63, 6. When I remember you upon my bed, and I meditate you on the night watches, because you have been my help, therefore in your shadow of your wings will I rejoice. Psalms 91. Deuteronomy 28, 47. He said, all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Why? Because you serve not the Lord your God with joyfulness and gladness of heart for the abundance of all the things I've given you. Do you see the difference between being thankful for what what he's given you instead of you wanting him to thank you for what you've done for him? It's a no-brainer, as some people would say. We don't want to go there. Joel chapter 1 verse 12 says, All the trees of the field are withered because joy is withered away from the sons of men. Now, John, you've been in a lot of legalistic law people. Do you see a lack of joy? Absolutely. And the reason joy is withered is because of the legalism and the law. Right? Always working. And that's what it says. That the trees of the field are withered because there's joy has been withdrawn. Amen. Isaiah 12 says, Therefore with joy shall you draw what? Water out of the wells of salvation. Well, joy is the bucket. Joy is the bucket. Out of your belly shall flow what? Rivers of living water. You know, if we could just get Mike to be a little happy every once in a while, it would help. He's always throwing out the bucket and drawing rivers of living water out of his belly. That it flows rivers of living water. Amen? It's the bucket, huh? No, you can't. Oh, man. You remember what, when the disciples were saying, Lord, he said, beware the leaven of the Pharisees. And oh, gosh, we forgot bread. It had been... What, a few hours since he fed all the multitudes? And Jesus said, don't you remember what I did? The, the, the loaves and the fishes? And he's talking about the, the leaven of the Pharisees to, to watch. But there's another one in Revelation 2, 5. It says, remember from whence you're fallen. Remember, don't lose the beginning of your confidence in him. And that's the whole key. The enemy wants to get you off of that. Remember how you have received, heard, and hold fast to what I've given you. Psalms 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Forget not all his benefits. Psalm 68, 19. Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with his benefits. You know, if your eyes could be opened. You know, we're always thinking, well, you know, he's not doing nothing. If you could see what he's kept you out of. If you could just see what he's kept you out of. And from. It'd be incredible. You know? <clears throat> uh. Psalms one nineteen sixty two. it says, At midnight I will rise up to give thanks unto you because of your righteous judgments. Ephesians 5.20 20 says, Giving thanks always for all things unto God. Giving thanks always for all things unto God. Being thankful. And bless his holy name. You know, we always want to stay thankful. Don't allow the, what's going on in the world to pull you down into an uh, ingratitude. We're in this world, but we're not of it. 
That's not who we are. We're here to be light and salt. You know, to the end. He says, occupy what? Till I come. We got to occupy. Take the kingdom. Oh, thank you, Lord. Well, you know, you look around, you know, look around. You know, if a person just looked at all these empty seeds, you might have a tendency to get discouraged. How would you like to be me up here sometime look at all these empty seeds? But you know what I've learned? I look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the Father. Consider him. Just consider him. You don't have to look around. But you know, we're not moved by what we see. Because the things that's seen are temporal, but the things that's not seen are eternal. Eternally, there's a lot of people been touched through this congregation of people. So don't be discouraged about what you see. For the things that's seen are temporal, but the things that's not seen are eternal. Be thankful for what's going on. I've told many people, if, if this thing was over, and it was, I have no regrets. But it ain't over. The best is yet to come. Amen? The best is yet to come. Because they that know their God will be strong and do ex- exploits while the rest of the fear, the world is in fear and terror. We're not going there. Amen? Habakkuk 3.17 says, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither be fruit in the vine, the labor of the olive shall fail, the fields yield no meat, the flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet will I rejoice in the Lord, I will joy in the God of my salvation. Put that on your refrigerator. I said put that on your refrigerator. Yet will I rejoice in the Lord. Why? There's a hope. That's good. Proverbs eleven twenty four says, There is that scatter and yet increase, and there is withhold more than his meat because of fear, and it tends to poverty. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that waters shall be watered himself. That's good promises. Philippians 4, 6 says, Be careful or be anxious for nothing, but in everything. Say everything. everything. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Yes. Don't just be begging God without being thankful. That's right. That's Let me say it again. Amen. Don't be just begging without being thankful. In everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding shall keep your heart. In minds, and usually it's our minds that gets us in trouble through Christ Jesus. Amen? So finally, my brethren, right? Think on these things. Think on these things. Set, if you be risen with Christ, set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. The greatest witness we have to a lost and hurting world is a heart of love and an attitude of gratitude. I wrote this down. Gratitude is the culture of the kingdom. Let me say it again. Gratitude or thankfulness is the culture of the kingdom of God. That's the kingdom we live in. Woo. First Peter 5, 7, 8. Cast all your cares. And what's the word cares? Distractions. 
Casting all your distractions on him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be diligent, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He may. Guess what? He may not devour you. He may not. Amen? He says what? Knowing this, that the same afflictions you're going through, everybody else is going through afflictions too. Anybody immune? Don't think so. But the God of all grace, how much grace? How much grace? After you've suffered for what? A little while. How long is a little while? Boy, I wish I knew, Alan. I just wish I knew. After you've suffered for a while, he will make you perfect, established, strengthened, and settled. So cast not away your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, that after you've done the will of God, to be thankful in everything, you might receive the promise. Now he that will come will come and will not tarry. But the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure. But we're not of those that draw back, but to those that believe to the saving of the soul. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you, Lord, for this good day. We just are so thankful for being You've freely given us everything. And Lord, help us not to be unthankful. Help us, Lord, to not be ungrateful. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. See, John, it all works out. Just take as long as you want to. All right. You're dismissed.